Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet, a light on our path. And as the psalmist says, the entrance of your words give understanding. It gives light and imparts understanding to the simple. I want to look at God's Word again today and consider the topic of the Christian's armor, a Christian's spiritual armor. Paul gives us a context in which he introduces the whole concept of the Christian's spiritual armor, and it's found in Ephesians chapter 5 and 6. In chapter 5, he exhorts believers to be imitators of God as beloved children and to walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. He also exhorts us to walk as children of the light and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. He encapsulates it in this language, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. And then in this context, he talks about the fact that we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. And he gives descriptions of the Spirit-filled life as it is manifested in the congregation of believers. He then applies the Christian walk in love and light to our relationships in the family, our husbands and wives and to children and to those who work uh, in the home or in the factories of Christians. It's in this context that he makes this word of exhortation. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. So Paul's context for describing the Christian's defensive armor is the constant satanic attacks on believers from society and even how it impacts our familial relationships. Victory over Satan requires the constant use of this spiritual armor that is provided by God. Here's Paul's description of it in Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication, to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, 
that the words may be given me in the opening of my mouth boldly to proclaim the mysteries of the gospel. Now, this is the spiritual armor as described by Paul that is given to believers. Now, often we have questions about the meaning of the armor of God, of the various pieces that are described in Ephesians chapter 6. And I want to look at those pieces together with you. But before we can understand the various pieces of God's provided armor, we must grasp the reality of the whole or the complete armor. In other words, we must look at the soldier completely suited up before we can understand each individual part. Scripture is very explicit in defining this whole or complete armor as the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Because Paul writes elsewhere in Romans 13 in verse 14, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and do not make provision for the flesh in regard to its lust. The apostle is not talking about a particular suit of clothes we can buy, but he's talking about spiritual realities. In particular, these are spiritual realities about our relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ. Thus, the armor is God's provision for our protection against the spiritual foes and wickedness we encounter. It is a symbolic description of the Lord Jesus Christ himself and of the believer's relationship to him, the relationship of the salvation, the complete salvation which he provides for us. As we gain spiritual understanding of God's full salvation that is in Christ Jesus, we can employ it in spiritual battle. What the apostle refers to when he says we're to take up the armor of God is our Christian attitude of mind formed through an understanding of Christ's person and work that's appropriated by faith. We appropriate it by faith. Jesus Christ is the source of our armor. In fact, he himself and his ministry in or on our behalf is God's armor. You then, my son, wrote Paul to Timothy, be strong in the grace that is in Messiah Jesus. We are putting on God's armor as we assume the attitude of faith at work in our lives. This faith must be formed from the word of God by the living spirit of God. In a real sense, the whole armor of God is what Christ Jesus is to us as our Lord protector and our salvation. The pieces of the armor of God have both an individual and a corporate application. Paul's first addresses this command to a church in its individual members. By presenting Christ in what he is and does in each of us, the apostle is relating that Christ Jesus must be appropriated at specific points of need, at specific points of conflict, of battle. There appears to be a general classification of the Christian's armor into two divisions of three pieces each. Another way of looking at it is uh, four or five pieces of armor with one uh, being uh, not defensive but offensive. But let's go with the Christian's armor being divided into divisions of three pieces each. The first covers something the Christian has already. These pieces are put on the body in preparation for battle. Paul uses past tense verbs 
to describe the believer's actions. And the past tense verbs are used to describe the believer's actions. A second division concerns what the believer is to take up in the present moment of participation in spiritual conflict. So present tense verbs indicate this fact. David Watson in God's Freedom Fighters describes these two divisions. Quote, a soldier is sitting in his tent and he's waiting for the battle call. He has on his belt, his breastplate, and his boots. And suddenly the bugle blows. So he picks up his shield, he puts on his helmet, he grasps his sword, and he's ready for battle. Close quote. Also, there seems to be a sequence in the order of the armor according to how a soldier would put on his armor for battle. Thus, one truth is fundamental and foundational to another in the Christian experience. For example, one cannot effectively use the sword of the Spirit unless he has on the breastplate and his loins girded up with truth. Also, each piece of the armor has its assigned role. Thus, the helmet protects the head. The breastplate, the heart and vital organs, and the shoes, the feet. The movable parts handle different attacks of the enemy. The shield protects from Satan's fiery missiles, while the sword enables us to slay the enemy in close combat. The descriptive words attached to each piece of the armor signify that this is a special type of armor that is spiritual in nature. Truth, righteousness, faith, salvation, and the word of God are the realities. Listen to 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 8 through 10. But since we, are, but since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Each piece of armor, therefore, concerns our understanding and our application of the truth of Jesus Christ and his gospel to our spiritual conflicts. We'll continue looking at the pieces of armor in our next podcast. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. May God himself make you aware of the provision that he has made for you in the full salvation provided by our Lord Jesus Christ in his glorious person and his victorious work.